Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but we want to give a shout out to our partners, the Florida Coaches Coalition, the Global Community of Women in High School Sports, We Coach, and Vital Signs Wall of Fame. Regular listeners, you've heard me say this many times before. These are four great organizations. You really need to add them to your network. And now, don't hit that fast forward button. Stay with us for the next three minutes. We're going to give our sponsors a shout out. These are all companies that I used as a coach or as an AD. You should be using them too. Here we go. We want to say thanks to Gipper for their support of the podcast. Go to gipper.com. Start creating world-class content for your school social media channel. Gipper is the official social media graphic solution for us. And if you go to Gipper.com, mention the podcast, they'll give you a nice discount. But more importantly than that, you're going to start creating that content for your school's teams, your student athletes, promote your program. You'll find it all at Gipper. It's so easy to do. Even I can do it. That's Gipper.com. We also want to say thanks to Home Campus. Home Campus is the exclusive um, state association and high school platform for the podcast. Uh, it's also a platform that I used every single day as an athletic director. It can be your one stop for scheduling, for student athlete clearance and eligibility, for coaches clearance, and so much more. To find out all the things that Home Campus can do for you, all you have to do is go to homecampus.com. That's homecampus.com. We also want to thank Vital Signs Wall of Fame. Go to their website, vitalsignswalloffame.com, and check out their interactive touchscreen video consoles. They're great ways to display your school record boards for all the teams, for all the sports, and your school's Hall of Fame. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Let them help you bring your school's legacy to life. We want to thank Huddle for their support. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used huddle for years. When I became an athletic director, I made sure that our school was a huddle school. And our coaches just loved the tools that huddle provided that allowed them to coach our kids at the highest level. At huddle, we believe in sports and teams believe in huddle. Join the 8 million users and turn your school into a huddle school. We also want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. Go to snapraise.com and check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you do your job better. If you're looking for a fundraising platform, stop right here. Snapraise is hands down the best available. But there's a lot more. You've got Snap Store, Snap Manage, Snap Connect, and you'll find it all at snapraise.com. We want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Hometown is digital ticketing with more. More support, more security, more customization. Go to hometownticketing.com to find the best solution for online ticketing. We want to thank Sideline Interactive. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and check out their indoor score tables and video boards. Schedule a live web demo and see them in action. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made was our Sideline Interactive Indoor Score Table. Not only generated income for our athletic department, but it creates the ultimate game day experience for our student-athletes. 
Go to sidelineinteractive.com for more information. And we want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys for sponsoring the AD Toolbox segment of our podcast. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and an affordable way for you to collect data that allows you to improve your entire program. Athletic directors already hear back from the complainers, the 2% that want to gripe about everything. Athletic Surveys connects you with the 2%, but they also connect you with the 98% that supports your program, which is a tremendously valuable tool when you're talking to a frustrated parent, your principal, or your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They're going to help you take the pulse of your parents and your student-athletes and take your athletic program from good to great. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. I say this a lot, but this time it's really true. We're speaking with an old friend, uh, Drew Sherrod was my baseball coach when I was the athletic director at the McClay School in Tallahassee uh, up until the point I retired and then for uh, another few years. He's on a new adventure, and he's going to share uh, with you guys, our listeners, about that. But uh, Drew Sherrod, welcome to the Educational AD Podcast. Hey, Jake. Thanks for having me, man. This is awesome. Well, uh, again, you and I got to spend a few years together at McClay. They were great years. I'm going to let you tell the story, but as an AD, it was certainly, you know, my pleasure to work with a, a pro like yourself. Um, for the podcast, we always try to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So tell us a little bit about yourself, where you were born, where you grew up, maybe take us up through your own uh, high school and college years, and then we'll take a break and then come back and hear about your uh, coaching career. But what's the Drew Shared origin story? Oh, gosh. Uh, nobody from nowhere. Uh, born in Tallahassee. Grew up about an hour east of here in Madison County in a small, great town called Greenville, Florida. Uh, my dad's family owned a lumber company for over 100 years. And it was an awesome playground to have. We had land, we had ponds, we had hunting, fishing. And when I got old enough and I fell in love with sports, I had plenty of room to uh, uh, swing a bat, shoot a basketball, throw a football. And it was good times. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Now for folks that maybe you're not Florida centric, uh, you know, Tallahassee, it's up in what they call the panhandle. Uh, and I remember uh, when I interviewed for the job as the AD, one of the booster club parents, very, very nice people. Uh, but they were saying, you know, do you think you're going to be able to adjust to life in Tallahassee? And I said, well, gosh, I was down in uh, South Florida for, you know, 14 years at a couple different schools. And, and they, the mom said, uh, we're not South Florida. We're South Georgia. Uh, or yeah. depending on the state, South Alabama. So it's it's very much as Drew described it. Uh, you know, it's not backwoodsy, but it's rural. You know, there's a lot of things going on. Um, let's go and talk about your high school career. Because, you know, you always, uh, in our conversations, you kind of downplayed it, but it's it very impressive. So share with our listeners uh, what life was like uh, when you were in high school. Oh, man, where to begin? Um, went to a great school called Osceola Christian Academy. They're currently one of my accounts, which I was very happy about because I, I love the people and um, 
No, it was great. It was a small school. So I went there. I started in pre-K, went there my whole life. So had the same 20 friends because uh, that was our graduating class. It was about 20 people. And I mean, we didn't know we were small. We just, it, it was normal, but it was a great place, a good Christian environment, um, great leadership uh, from the principal uh, to my high school baseball coach, which uh, I can go on and on about Ray Hughes. I mean, he's a legend, um, over 500 victories, Hall of Famer, um, coached a major leaguer in Bobby Thigpen. And, um, no, I mean, it was great. Um, enjoyed playing sports, um, played golf and football and basketball and baseball during middle school. But when I kind of got to high school, I, I narrowed it down to uh, basketball and baseball. And um, I, it, was, it was fun. I mean, just the relationships that you build and, you know, friendships forever is the main thing. I mean, the, the stats and the wins and losses are just, you know, they are what they are. But the best friends and the memories that, that you create there is awesome. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Uh, you're absolutely right. I'm a little bit older than you. And uh, Jan and I just got back from a trip to Oregon where I grew up. And you're absolutely right. Those friends that you made, you know, playing sports, football, basketball, track for me, uh, they're still my friends. That's who we hung out with, you know, some, you know, almost 50 years later uh, from high school. Let's go and jump to college. Uh, what was your college experience like? Okay, so I got, I was fortunate enough to get a full ride uh, to the local uh, JUCO baseball program over in Madison, um, at the time, it was called North Florida Community College, uh, and it was awesome because I got a I got a full ride, so didn't have to pay tuition. I uh, got to live at home, which was somewhat good and somewhat not so good at times. Um, and then I, I was fortunate enough to get the Bright Futures uh, scholarship, so I actually got paid to go to school and play baseball in my hometown. So it was awesome. And then from there, uh, once I hung them up, I went to uh, the same school that most of my family went to. Mom, dad went there. Brother was already there. My brother's 18 months older than me. So uh, we got to uh, be roommates and have a little fun at Florida, the Florida State University. And um, now it was awesome. And then I was fortunate enough to have an internship with Florida State football strength and conditioning in 2008. And so that was like, oh man, like dream come true. You know, like there's EJ Manuel, there's Christian Ponder, holy smokes. What am I doing here? Boy, that, that's gotta be an incredible, uh, you know, time in your life. Um, think back to those times. I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but uh, I think there's events that happen in our life. Maybe it's high school or college, but I want you to zero in on that internship. Maybe at the time you don't realize it, but later on as a coach or, you know, as a leader, you know, you hearken back to that moment. So anything stick out for you that really made a big impact later on in life? Well, my first assignment, they uh, sat me down at the, at, at a cubicle there in the strength and conditioning office. And they gave me this sheet of paper, which was basically an Excel spreadsheet of just numbers. And anybody that 
has ever dabbled in the world of strength and conditioning knows the, uh, what am I trying to say here? The progression sheet. Right, right. right. You're this big, you weigh this much, you should be doing this, 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 and this, and it's progression. So first day I get in there and I'm like big eyed, like, oh my God, is this really happening? (laughs) They throw me in front of a computer and they hand me this sheet and go, we need you to type everything from scratch that's on this sheet into the computer i was like oh (laughs) uh so that was my first experience um other than that i mean it was just cool and it was fun uh probably my favorite moment was when uh coach bowden drove up and i was kind of just walking around with some cones and he was like hey buddy how you doing how how are the boys working dad gummit you know it was like is this for real you know Oh yeah, Bobby Bowden moment. You know, there's nothing like that for uh, a Florida State person or really anybody. Uh, I think they would have been impressed with that. For listeners, uh, our guest today is Drew Sherrod, longtime baseball coach in Florida's Panhandle. Now he's uh, a rep for BSN. We're going to hear more about that later on. But let's go and take our first break. We're going to be back with some more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Gipper for their support of the podcast. Go to Gipper.com. Their team is going to show you how to create world-class marketing content for your school's social media channel. You can do it in seconds. It's so easy. Even I can do it. If you're not on social media, you're really missing out on a great opportunity because your kids are. Use Gipper to celebrate your teams, promote your athletes. It's trusted by over 3,000 high school and college athletic programs. It's professional graphic design made simple. That's Gipper.com. Mention you heard it on the podcast, you'll get a nice discount. That's Gipper.com. Welcome back, everyone. We're visiting today with Drew Sherrod. He's a longtime baseball coach. He was my baseball coach at the McClay School. Uh, Now he works for BSM. But Drew, take our listeners through your journey. Most of us in the coaching profession you know, we have a couple of stops. Very few of us stay at that same place for 40 years. But uh, what did you do right out of school? And then maybe take us up through, you know, your final coaching position so far at the McClay School. Yes, absolutely. Um, well, it first started before I graduated college. So when I, I moved over to Florida State um, and I, I hung up the cleats, you know, I wanted to get a job. I wanted to be in athletics. Um I did some lessons when I was a player uh, over at a place called Southern Baseball Academy in Tallahassee. And a great man, um, awesome coach, awesome guy, one of my best friends, one of my mentors, name's Mike Beasley. And I just kind of showed up one day. I was like, hey, I hung the cleats up, going to school now, got a little time, got a little flexibility. Like, can I do some lessons? And he was all over it. So I started doing lessons uh, from six o'clock uh, to about nine o'clock, five days a week, almost five days a week. And then uh, Sundays, I was there probably four hours on average and just did baseball, softball lessons. Um, at first, it was like, I don't really know what to do, but as I got more comfortable with it and you know, I, I, I then realized, like, yes, I, I would love the opportunity to coach at a high school. 
and apply what I've learned and what I've learned from helping, you know, just random uh, player, um, you know, with their swing and their throwing mechanics. Like, I want to see what I could do if I could apply this. Um, so it kind of started there. And then I was fortunate enough, uh, my high school coach, legendary Ray Hughes, he called me uh, one day and I was walking to class. I remember I was walking across uh, Stadium Drive uh, to Doak because uh, I had a class in the Moore Athletic Center. And um, he goes, well, what are you thinking about doing for your future? And at the time, like he was at the end, you know, he could sense the end and he wanted to retire was coming. And so I was like, I don't know, coach. I don't know. He goes, have you ever thought about maybe replacing me? And I was like, well, that'd be an honor. But at the time I was like, well, I don't know what I want to do. You know, I'm 21 years old. But, um, so graduated, kept doing the lessons, kind of my first year. And then I, I got the itch. So I called him up and I said, I'd love to be your assistant and kind of see where it goes. And he said, okay. So I started teaching PE at Oslo Christian Academy. I was living in Tallahassee, so it was a 45-minute drive both ways. And um, I actually coached football, which I hadn't played since middle school. Um, coach Scott Sheringer, a good buddy of mine, great guy, um, let me coach the quarterbacks and defensive backs. And I didn't really know what I was doing, but it was fun, and I got to know the kids. And uh, the small school that it is, the same kids that play football, play basketball, play baseball, so – I started building those relationships there. And then in December, Coach Hughes and I started walking towards the building, just talking. I didn't know what was going on. We ended up in the principal's office with the AD, the principal, Coach Hughes and myself. And everything kind of got real quiet. And I was like, what's, what's going on here? And he goes, I'm going to go ahead and step down. And I want you to have at 23 years old in December. Baseball season starts in January. So I was honored, excited. This is what I wanted. But the coolest thing was, he goes, and I'd love if you would have me to stay on as your assistant. So my legendary high school coach, you know, we, we coached uh, that first year together. Um, actually, we coached three years together, but that first year was special. We ended up going to the final four. Yeah, that's got to be a really special uh, moment where, you know, he asks you to take over, but then also, and again, I think the great ones are like this, you know, they are willing to, you know, step back and be that assistant coach and help out. I'm going to guess there were one or two times in the dugout where you leaned over and said, you know, Hey coach, you know, what oh, would you do in this situation? Every inning. <laughs> because uh, the thing about him that made him so great was I mean, he knew every rule. He knew every situation. He knew percentages. I mean, I, I couldn't have played for a better baseball coach. And then I had the opportunity to do it together. And the fact that, like, he could relax because he retired from being the athletic director. So, I mean, he played golf and fished, and then he'd come hang out at practice. And you could just see, like, he enjoyed it because he didn't have to make those head coaching decisions. He didn't have to worry about ordering stuff from a place like BSN. Right. He could just show up and, and, and he started having fun. And the kid, I mean, it was just, it was an awesome year. 
just yeah. awesome. no, and, and you know this the, the fun part is coaching it's working with the kids but as that head coach there's a lot of other uh things that you're taking care of um let's go and uh, make that jump you know when i came to mcclay you'd already been there for a couple years and you were coming off a pretty darn good season if i recall so talk about that transition to mcclay yeah just uh the opportunity became available i was living in tallahassee about seven minutes from mcclay so every, every morning when i was driving to osella and i still worked at um southern baseball academy too like on the side and during the summers so i kind of had the pulse of baseball in tallahassee and like what was going on and what maybe would come available but every morning i would drive right past mcclay to get on i-10 to go east uh to osella and every morning i was like if that comes open i'm 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 gonna uh, try for it you know and um the athletic director that was before you scott egan who used to coach at Osceola, so we kind of had that connection took a chance on me and um and it, it was an awesome experience uh my first year wasn't so fun um being in a new place establishing your culture and you know all of a sudden these uh Tallahassee kids are looking at this old country boy from Osceola and going, does he know what he's talking about? But, man, we had the, the seniors buy in, the kids buy in. We were 8 and 13, but we improved. You know what I mean? Like, uh, we started off 0 and whatever. But by the end of the year, we played um, – it was a, a 1A team, but they were, like, number two in the state. You know, they were, like, 30 and whatever. Um, yeah, and we beat them at our place on senior day. And it was just like, I think that was the point where the parents and the players were like, all right, let's go. And then from there, like my second year, um, we won the first regional game. And I can't remember how many years, 13, 10 years, whatever it was. And we were close. So our, our rival is North Florida Christian, which is, right down the road off of Meridian. And they're a powerhouse. Coach Mike Posey, I think he's won like five state championships and just, um, you know, another legend. And here I am trying to build a program. They're our district opponent. That, And, and, you know, they've got 71 commitments and two draft picks out there going against my ragtag bunch. But it was fun. It was fun to compete at that level. And, like, the first time we played them, it was like 27 to 1. But, like, after that second year, like we we got in the second round of regionals, and they I think they beat us three to two or four to two or something like that. Like it was close, and that's when I kind of knew, like, all right, with what I've got coming back, like we might have a shot to be something next year, which was 2016, and that was the year. I mean, everything came together, uh, made it to another Final Four, uh, played Canterbury from Fort Myers, and they were number six in the nation. And we lost two to one in 11 innings. Yeah. Um, what I remember about um, your program and in talking with Scott, you know, and you and I both know Scott Egan, um, you know, you're one of those coaches and, you know, I, it's been my fortunate uh, experience as an AD to, to have two really great baseball coaches at the schools where I worked at. You're certainly one of those two, but, you knew how to take a kid 
And again, we were not a scholarship school. We were an, uh, an academic school, a college prep school. Um, and so we weren't, you know, drafting our kids. They, it was what uh, we got. They came to us. But you could and your staff, you had some great assistant coaches. Oh, absolutely. Um, 100%. You guys did a great job of developing talent and nurturing it and getting the most out of that, you know, whatever you want to call them, blue collar kid. But also because of the reputation that you built at McClay in the community, we did have some transfers that came of their own volition because they wanted to play for a quality coach, a quality program. And you had a number of kids that went on to, you know, collegiate careers and, and not every coach can do that. Uh, anybody can coach talent, you know, geez, I can coach a kid that's throwing 98 miles an hour. Hey, go out there and throw, but uh, to develop talent and, and take that, elite kid and, and make him even better. That's where I thought you and your coaches really did a great job. Well, I, I appreciate you saying that. I mean, uh, the main thing is when it comes to developing kids, you've got to make a connection. I mean, you've got to establish a relationship and it starts there. And once they like you as a person and a human being, then they'll listen to you. You know, when you're talking about, Hey, Change your hands here. This is what I'm seeing. Um, you know, I mean, any kind of a mechanical whatever you could think of uh, that happens on a baseball field, you know, I mean, if they don't believe you and they don't connect with you, then it's like talking to a wall. So, you know, I think we did a good job. And you make a great point. I had great assistance. I'm going to call them out right now. So shout out to Dwayne Moore. Phenomenal. I mean, he could run the kids to death and they'd still love him. I mean, so, I mean, it, I've never seen anything like, it. Um, you know, I run them to death and the next day they're, they're dog cussing me. Um, but he just, I mean, he had that. Um, Ken Silvestri was, was my last pitching coach. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Grew up in a major league dugout. His dad was a, uh, major league bullpen coach, bench coach. I mean, you can look them up. Um, played at FSU, but just, man, I, he was phenomenal. And then uh, my good buddy, Andy Surratt, um, who was our, our bench coach, man, kids loved him. He was hilarious. So he helped kind of with that connection. And um, no, it was great. It was great. I, man, great staff. Yeah, again, you're bringing back some great memories for me. Uh, for our listeners, once again, our guest today is Drew Sherrod, longtime baseball coach in Florida's Panhandle. Now he's with BSN. We're going to hear about that coming up, but let's take another break. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Huddle for their support of the podcast. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, and it was just great. But when I became an athletic director, I made sure that our schools were huddle schools. And the coaches just love the smart cameras, the apps, the other tools that allow them to coach our kids at their highest level. Go to huddle.com. See why we believe in sports and teams believe in huddle. Join the 8 million users and turn your school into a huddle school. We also want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. 
go to snapraise.com and check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you do your job better. If you're looking for a fundraising platform, stop right here. Snapraise, hands down, the best you can find. They even have a program where they'll give you your funding before you actually do your fundraiser. Nobody else does that. But there's a lot more. You've got Snap Connect, Snap Store, Snap Manage. You can find them all at snapraise.com. That's snapraise.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Drew, one of the things we try to do with this podcast is the idea of sharing best practices. So I'm going to put you on the spot one more time. What are some things that you did with your programs um, that you would consider best practices for coaches, for ADs, for leaders, you know, things that you're particularly proud of? Um, to start out with, um, everywhere I, I was at coaching wise, I'll sell a McClay. The first thing I wanted to do was make the facility better. Uh, so it was, Establishing those relationships with the parents. We all know how booster programs run. And I mean, who doesn't like better facilities? So one of the things uh, that we had at McClay, which were already great when I got there, uh, was the right field corner kind of fell off. I mean, a good eight feet. And I'll never forget. So one of my favorite players that I ever had all time, and he, he actually coached with me one year as a volunteer assistant. Uh, former D1 player at George Washington, Billy Grant. Um, after that first year, somehow uh, myself and his dad ended up in the outfield together. And he just, and again, we were eight and 13, but we kind of built some momentum. And he goes, coach, what do you want? And I was like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? What do I want? What do you want this place to look like? You tell me what it looks like and I'll pay for it. And so we started there and, we built a retaining wall. Uh, we built a 20-foot high blue monster, if you will, in right field. We got a professional to come mow the infield and stripe it. I mean, it, like new batter's eye, that was huge. You know, tried to make the, the locker room. You know, we had the old English M put on the middle of the floor. I mean, you know, just little things like that, that just kind of like build a culture, discipline, and you got to have discipline. I mean, you can't, you can't let the inmates run the yard, you know, have fun, be friends when it's time to be friends, but when it's time to be the disciplinarian, you can't be afraid to do it. You got to hold everybody accountable, including yourself. And then honestly, you can't over-organize. You can under-organize, and good luck to you. But there, I, I just don't believe there's no such thing as over-organizing or being too prepared or having too much communication. Um, so those are just kind of the things off the top of my head that, you know, I, I felt like we did a good job of. Yeah. Um, again, the facilities for somebody who, um, I know this is a podcast, so you can't see them, even if we did a screen share. We really had a, a beautiful baseball facility and we had some groundskeeper uh, personnel on campus but i think you did a really good job of creating that culture with your team uh, at all the levels middle school jv and varsity of taking care of um, 
you know, your, your own house. And, uh, you know, you guys had that nice baseball, I'm not going to say clubhouse, you know, locker room area. Uh, but, uh, you know, that doesn't happen with great leadership. Um, talk a little bit about, um, how you worked to develop relationships with parents. Uh, you know, we all know that, that parents are going to have those blinders on when it comes to their kid. They're never going to see it like a coach. But I thought you did a real good job of being proactive and reaching out to parents. What were some of the things that you thought were critical for that? Yeah, I mean, parents are kind of a double-edged sword. So, you know, I mean, they all mean well. Uh, they all want to help the program but I think it was just being honest with them like when, when there was a difficult conversation to have you just wear your heart on the sleeve and you know hey I love your kid but I can't have six people playing shortstop and batting third and it was just it's just being honest and sharing you know I mean not so much I don't know. I, I just feel like there's a lot of coaches out there that try to fly on. I don't even know if I can say this or not, but kind of BSing people. And I just don't think that works. I just, I think you have to be honest with them and it is what it is. And at the end of the day, like if they like you great, if they don't like you, it's kind of part of it. But I think most of my parents knew, I would say most knew that I cared about their kid. I mean, I truly did. And I would do anything for them other than, you know, letting them play shortstop and hit third when that's right. They, they weren't equipped to do. Yeah. We, uh, we don't have time to go into the story about uh, the parents that wanted to uh, emphasize their son's uh uh, he was the leading the team in quality at bats. You know, uh, we'll have to save that story for another time. Uh, um, yep. We'll do this at the end of the podcast. And and again, for our listeners, you know, Drew's not a coach right now, but he's still very much involved in athletics, but he's got a tremendous background in athletics and leadership, et cetera. I think he'd make a great addition to your network. One of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain on some leadership or baseball things. What's the best way that they can get a hold of you? Oh, absolutely. Um, so my email address is dsherrod, S-H-E-R-R-O-D, at bsnsports.com. Um, and just, you know, start there and then, you know, I'll, I'll give you my number. I'll give you my, you know, you can text me, call me, anything I can do to help. Just let me know. All right. Well, again, we're visiting with Drew Sherrod. We're going to take another break, but when we come back, we're going to going to take a deep dive into his you know current uh, venture uh working with bsn you know probably one of the leading uh, suppliers of uh, sports gear um not just in florida but i think in uh, in the united states so let's take that break but we're coming back this is the educational ad podcast we want to say thanks to hometown ticketing for their support Go to hometownticketing.com. They are the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. And their staff is going to show you how to set up and sell your tickets online, not just for athletic events, but things like school plays, concerts, school dances, even graduation. And here's the best part. Every school is going to get assigned a dedicated client success manager that's going to provide you hands-on support every step of the way. That's every step of the way. 
Hometown Ticketing is digital ticketing that offers more, more security, more support, more customization. Go to hometownticketing.com to get started. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and schedule a live web demo and see their tables and their boards in action. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made was our Sideline Interactive indoor score table. We use it for home games, of course, but we also used it for pep rallies, for signing ceremonies. It's tremendously versatile and their customer service just outstanding. Go to sidelineinteractive.com. Check out their great products today. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is longtime baseball coach Drew Sherrod uh, from Florida's Panhandle. He was the head baseball coach at my uh, final school, the McClay School in Tallahassee, before I retired. Now he is working with uh, BSN Sports. So I know that's a familiar name to uh, a number of regions, but uh, Drew. Share a little bit with our listeners uh, what BSN is, you know, what it does, uh, and I guess maybe why you chose to go to work for them. Oh, yes, sir. Absolutely. So um, when I got to McClay, um, you know, uh, a great guy named Phil, Phil Langford, I, I believe that's his last name, um, shows up one day and says, hey, I'm from BSN. We sell whatever you need which I thought was cool. Like these guys are actually coming to visit us, you know, like nothing against other vendors, but they don't do that. Um, so the fact that they show up and so, you know, worked with him a little bit and a couple more reps, but I always thought it was intriguing because they got to go to school and they got to talk to their coaches. And with the reps that I dealt with, it was almost like a venting session, you know, um, yeah, we're there to order some stuff and get you what you need. Um, but it was somebody that lent an ear, which I really liked. Uh, so the opportunity presented itself recently. And I've got a great um, regional manager, Josh Core uh, from Fort Myers, gave me a call one day, told me about the open position. We had a phone interview. He said, um, now, he wanted to meet me in person before he offered me, but then a couple hours later, I was getting ready to play NFC, of course, and I get a call from Josh, and he goes, you know what? I got a good feeling about this. I'm pulling the trigger on it. You're hired. I'm flying up there next week. We can meet in person, but, you know, let's go ahead and get this done. And Man, just so thankful for the opportunity. And really, you know, after all the training, they flew me out to Dallas for a week, which is just phenomenal headquarters. CEO comes in there and talks to the class that we have. There's like 12 of us all over the United States. And Terry Babilla, who's the CEO of the company, comes there personally to talk to us and, you know, motivate us, share the story, share the company's story. And I mean, just ever since then, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm bought in and I'm, I'm just trying to win coaches over and do what I can to help them. Cause that's what it's all about. It's helping the coach and, and, by extension, helping the players, you know, and yeah, we're not perfect, but I feel like everybody that I've met um, on our team, I've got a great team. I've got great mentors. I'll call them out quickly. Taft Bentley, uh, Josh Windham, 
Michelle Mask. They're in the western part of the Panhandle, but they have just opened me with uh, their arms and took me in. Uh, another guy that's in the region, David Delegal, he used to be the um, equipment manager with FSU football. He's great. So, I mean, we just have a good team. And, like, our, our main goal at, at BSN is, is to help coaches and help players. And, I mean, our slogan is, you know, we're the heart of the game, you know. Um, yeah, uniforms are cool. Everybody loves to do uniforms. Everybody, you know, that whole thing. But helping people – is what we're all about. Now, um, you coach for a long time. Uh, you know, I was an AD and a coach for a long time. There's a lot of vendors out there. You certainly dealt with them. And again, I think most of them are really good. You talked a little bit about BSN, but from your perspective as a long time coach, what are some things that you feel set BSN apart from some of the others? Well, again, I, I think it's the ability to – I mean, I don't have an office. I mean, right now I'm in my home office, um, and, and that's been a, a weird transition going from teaching and coaching all day to, like, being at, working from home. But, our, I mean, our office is your classroom, uh, your office, the locker room, the gym, the baseball, wherever we need to meet you, like, that's our office. And, like, that's our main goal is to get there, get out, get in front of coaches – um, what do you need? How can we help you? And I mean, maybe we can't always beat the competitor, but you know what? We're going to be there face to face to at least try. And I mean, we just, we have a lot of resources. We're national. We sell Nike, we sell Under Armour. Um, our BSN product, I think it's, is, is phenomenal. Um, I mean, some of the challenges is, you know, deadlines and inventory and supply chain. I mean, you know, the business side of it is a challenge, but everybody that I've met in the company, I mean, we're going to try to get you what you want. And the majority of the time, I think we're going to deliver. Um, but if we don't, you know what we're going to do? We're going to show up next week and say, sorry about that. How can I help you? Let's turn the page. What do you need? You know, and that was really my experience um, with BSN. And again, Phil Langford, you know, uh, you know, uh, the, the other reps that we had, they all did a great job. And you could ask them for something in typical fashion. You call them on Monday and say, hey, I need this by Friday. Can you help me out? Sometimes they could, but if they couldn't, you know, this is what I think set BSN apart for me is they would tell you, hey, I can't do that quick. I can get it to you next week, but they wouldn't promise something uh, over promise and then under deliver. You know, so uh, I really appreciated that. Drew, let's uh, do it again. If somebody wants to reach out, connect with you as a very knowledgeable coach and leader or wants to find out more about BSN, what's the best way they can do it? Oh, absolutely. So my email address is. Uh, D Sherrod, S H E R R O D, at bsnsports.com. And then from there, um, if you want to get further connected, uh, I'll be happy to share my contact info with you, call, text, um, whatever you need. I'm on Facebook recently. I've, I haven't had Facebook since 2008, I don't think. Uh, but recently, uh, my boy uh, Taft Bentley over there in West Florida. 
he's like, Hey man, it might be a good idea for you to get on there and, you know, like, like the sports programs from the schools that you rep share stuff. So I've been trying to figure out that whole universe of Facebook. Uh, don't know how good of a job I'm doing, but um, I'm definitely on there. If anybody wants to, to add me, I'll be happy to communicate there as well. I've got a Twitter. I set it up and I don't think I've checked it one time since, but uh, <laughs> if, uh, if you want to reach out to me there too, I'll, I'll be glad to connect. All right. Well, uh, for our listeners, when we get off, I'm going to give Drew a very quick uh, Twitter tutorial. It's kind of funny. The old guy helping out the youngster. Uh, at least he didn't say he was on MySpace. Uh, I don't know if that would uh, uh, help out. I actually had one in like <laughs> in high school, uh, junior college. So don't judge me. All right. Hey. You know, this, this has just been great. Again, you, you and I worked together for a number of years. You know, I've been back to Tallahassee a couple of times. We've had some social occasions with some other coaches. I wish we had some more time, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always wrap up with what we call the athletic director's toolbox. Now, if you've been listening, you know, Drew's not an AD, but he's a longtime coach, knows his way around the world of athletics. We're going to take our final break here from some of our sponsors, including athletic surveys who sponsor this toolbox segment and when we come back we're going to find out what drew shared is going to put into his new athletic director toolbox so please stay with us we want to thank home campus for their support of the podcast go to homecampus.com they are the exclusive high school and state association management platform for uh for us but uh they can be your one-stop platform for things like scheduling, uh, eligibility and clearance, coaching certification, and a whole lot more. As an athletic director, I used Home Campus every single day, and it was just great to use, and you'll love it too. For more information on how you can start working with Home Campus, all you have to do is go to homecampus.com. That's homecampus.com. We also want to say thanks to Vital Signs Wall of Fame. Go to their website, vitalsignswalloffame.com, and check out their interactive touchscreen video consoles. It's a great way to display your school record boards for all your teams, for all the events, or your school's Hall of Fame. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Let them help you celebrate your school's history, your proudest moments, and your top role models. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. And we want to thank Athletic Surveys by life track go to athleticsurveys.com they're going to create a custom survey for your program that'll let you take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes coaches and ad's already hear back from the complainers the two percent that want to gripe about everything athletic surveys will connect you with the two percent but they'll also connect you with the 98 percent that supports your program and that's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking with a frustrated parent or your principal or your school board, go to athleticsurveys.com to get started. Let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Well, it's that time of the podcast. We have been visiting with an old friend, Drew Sherrod, longtime baseball coach here in Florida. 
He's also now working for BSN Sports. Uh, Drew knows his way around the world of athletics, and I'm going to challenge him to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job, but I'm only going to let him put three things in the toolbox. So, Drew, what three items are going to go into your new athletic director toolbox? Well, Jake, this is pretty easy for me because um, I'm going to just tell everybody what basically you did for us. No, the, the first thing, you would have us over at your house. I don't think a lot of people understand, like, you're inviting us into your personal space. And, you know, that really stuck out to me. Like, because I know, like, when I get home, I don't want visitors. You know, <laughs> that's my space. But you invited us into your home, into your family. And so that was number one for me. Number two, you did a lot of stuff for us. When I say stuff, you handled the physical. Like, I never had to touch one physical. You handled it. Uh, and you, I mean, it was just you and, and your assistant, uh, Dewan Riggins. Um, you, I mean, you just, you set the tone for the parents. Um, these are your expectations. You know, you talked about, you know, middle school level, how we should sub, how we should play people all the way up to varsity level. We're trying to win championships. And if we can get you some plans, but you set the standard and you weren't afraid to tell it up front. Um, and then the last thing, and I guess it's kind of two A and two B uh, you were the buffer. And I mean, being an athletic director, I've never been an athletic director, but I've had, four or five, if they can be the buffer, you know, instead of you getting an email from an angry parent and going, Drew, you handled it. This needs to be fixed. It wasn't ever like that. You know, you kind of met with them up front and got a little feedback. And also, I guess here's your fourth one. You knew the players, you knew the parents, like you went to, you watched practice, you went to games and we were a, a, a large athletic program. How many athletic programs did we have? Probably more than any 3A school, you know, um, but you know, you did that. Like you showed up to practice, you knew the kids' names. I think that goes a long way. Um, and I mean, I could keep going on and on and on, but honestly, I, I, I thought you, you were the standard, sir. Wow. You are, uh, you're too kind. And, uh, again, it was my pleasure to, uh, you know, work with you and the rest of the coaches at McClay. I think we had a pretty good thing going, uh, and they still do, uh, great school, you know, before you and I got there be a great school afterwards, but we certainly, I, I think we did some good things. So thank you, uh, you know, for those very kind words. Um, I know we've done it a couple times, but it, it's worth repeating. Uh, listeners, you got a great resource here. Uh, Drew, give out that email one more time. Yes, sir. Absolutely. It's uh, D Sherrod, S H E R R O D, at bsnsports.com. Well, Drew, thanks for taking time. I know this is a busy time for you with BSN. Thanks for taking time to share with our listeners. All the best moving forward. And We've got a couple trips scheduled up to Tallahassee uh, this coming fall. We will definitely connect with you and Andy and the, and the rest of the crew. How's that sound? That sounds good. Thank you for having me, Jake. Oh, absolutely. 
for listeners. Um, we do this just about every day, and we upload the Zoom recordings to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate listening. We really do. Come back next time for more best practices on the Educational AD Podcast.